Hello there, everybody. If you'll notice, uh, I am now very loud and clear because I've got my microphone set to the proper recording levels. If you remember last week, if you if you listened last week, Jerry said I was too loud, so we turned down my mic, and then I sound like I have no microphone and I'm just coming over uh, the computer speaker or something. Anyway, the sound is is not that great. You can hear me. You can definitely hear me, but I, I, it's that, you know, tin can sound come like from afar, which I despise in a podcast. Absolutely despise it. I want the clear, crisp tones of a microphone, uh, a microphone with recording levels set properly. Well, that's not this episode, unfortunately, for me. Again, you can hear me, but just not the best of sound and i apologize on behalf of jerry and uh that will not happen again he had he had the earphones on last time and i, I don't know why i did that i don't know why anyway you know what i'm not going to post the i'm not going to lay the blame on him I, I i shouldn't have just let him have them anyway i'm rambling just apologizing for the subpar sound of our usually exquisitely decadent sounding podcast so enjoy the show next week will be better bye-bye you're listening to the board game snobs podcast a ridiculous podcast with ridiculous hosts that discuss ridiculous things and any mention of board games is purely coincidental and so without further ado and with a heavy dollop of shame and embarrassment on my part i give you the board game snobs Game Snobs Podcast. This is Jerry. This is Gabby. And this is Enrique. Star of the show, myself. Uh, we're Primary, just consistent and reliable host. As a sub, sub host, sub co star. You're the sub host. Supposed to be a sub host. You're the sub host. Yeah, sub host. You are the mascot, I would say. I like. I've been telling you guys that this entire time, and mm -hmm. but you won't let me say. Well, it. we don't want to say that you're the mascot because then we might owe you some sort of royalties oh, if thanks. the show ever gets popular. We Hostess. go, we go Joe Rogan level, or uh, what was the uh, uh, what's her name, the Duchess of York. She's got the number one podcast. Meghan now. Markle. Yeah, she got number one now. Really? Uh, yeah. So if the, we go that big, I don't want to owe you no royalties. Why not? So all we need to do is marry a royal. Because I'm tight. We could be royals," said Nicki Minaj. I don't know pop culture. What's that song? I can tell. No, that was uh, Mary Kay Blige. We can be royals. It's a very annoying. Oh, God, I used to know her name. Crap. Not Beyonce. No, it's not Beyonce. Should never broke up with her. It was why no, you just, didn't put a ring on. I didn't put a ring on. That's what you I'm the Pete Davidson of podcasting, board game podcasting. Oh my God. Uh, oh, it's Lord. That's Lord. What it is. Oh Lord, I should have remembered that. Lord. Yeah, it's Lord. L O U R D E. Lord. And uh, she came out with that album, and it was a smash hit. She came out with another album, subpar. Hasn't been really. Uh, th 
that would be tough to be a star like that. Like to come out, no, like your first album just be like everybody's loving it. It's a smash. Would you rather? Would you rather? I would rather be an artist that struggles. Let's say you put out three albums and then your fourth album was a smash hit. Okay. Or would you rather put out an album your first, like right out of the bam, first album, first song? Smash hit. Smash hit. Be done with it. And then nothing else afterwards. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of yeah. that's a lot of music. That's a lot of artists. All you need to do is be a one hit wonder. One hit wonder for life. And you're done. Well I won't say they're set for life. There's a lot of them that get messed up with Well, them. I mean if you don't get caught up in drugs and alcohol. Well no, they don't get set because they don't make a lot of money off those record deals. But if you tour not yeah. record deals. Nobody makes money off record deals because yeah. Spotify is But like that. touring is hard though. I mean it's not as profitable as one might think. It's hard, but it's where all the money's at now. Yeah, I know, I know, but I'm just saying, you, you, like, you nobody's you, hearing, uh, how bizarre, how bizarre. No, that know. guy, oh, uh, yeah, I don't think he's making a whole lot no, of money. These days. No, I guess not. No, but, but still, yeah, you tour right off the bat. They did, it did be just like an actor who, who shows up, is really going on for a little bit, and then they're, they just turn them off. Like the guy in Avatar and uh, Terminator I, Salvation. I don't even know who that is. I literally can picture his face. I don't know his name. Remember Josh Hartnett? Yeah. And then he quit. Hollywood Homicide. But he quit. That's the worst show ever. He quit. Like, he bowed out. He did the right thing. He was like, I ain't doing this anymore. And then, uh, who's another actor that was like... Sam Worthington. Sam Worthington. Avatar, Wave the Water, coming out soon. Oh, boy. I'm excited. Are you? I am excited. I I bet. I bet. You like the Blue Man Group. You like the Avatar, Rike? I like the Navi. What? The Navi. Oh, is that the blue people? That's what they're called. The Navi? That's not out yet, is it? Not yet, no. no. Okay, no. I was like, like, what are you guys talking about? By the time this comes out, it may be out. I don't know. It's not going to come out. Are you Navi fan? Are you are you like Avatar? Are you pro-Navi or anti-Navi? Like, I, when Avatar like first came out, I was I loved it. You were pro-Navi. He was all blue. Yeah, but like I, I don't know how they're going to do the second one, to be honest. In the water? I, I feel it's like... Underwater. Yeah, it's underwater. It's all water-based. The way. This is the way. I have this, a very, the, this is the way. I have a strong this fear that way. it's going to be a flop. Well, of course. But there's yeah, but this doesn't matter. Because now everything's CGI and they can flop James and then just Cameron's keep making. A billionaire. He doesn't care. He didn't care. Yeah, he went down to the bottom of the ocean just to look around. <laughs> he had that much money. With a little submarine. Like, he yeah. went to the bottom of the ocean to look at nothing and said, Yep, nothing here. There it is. There it just is. Making sure. Mm-hmm. Making sure. There's the Titanic. Should I raise it? Nope. Ain't got time no, for that. I ain't dirt pit. There it goes. Goes on back up. That's how much money he has. He doesn't care. He likes this Avatar stuff. Oh yeah. But I mean, that's James. He's always been a little. He's been a little crazy. Speaking of actors, do you remember Brian Dennehy? I do. I love Brian Dennehy. Who doesn't like Brian Dennehy? Was like, I was. I thought about him the other day because I come across. It was Tommy Boy. Mm, love. Well, he Brian was Tommy Dennehy. Boy's dad. You know who else liked him? Who? Uh, Michael Jackson. That's where he did his famous catchphrase. Hee hee. That was a callback to Denny. Brian Denny. <laughs> yeah. That was what Michael, that's what he was doing. You didn't know that? Do you like how I knocked that out of the park, that joke? I pulled that out of nowhere. Kyle Riffin Jr. there. There you go. Cocoon. I never, you he know, was in Cocoon. I never watched Cocoon. I'm going to say that right oh, now. I'm ashamed. My I'm ashamed. God. And I love, what's his name? The dude. The, the Gutenberg. Gutenberg. I love the Gutenberg. Goot. I love Goot. I love Goot. If you were in the 80s, you love Goot. Cocoon and nay, I say. 
part two's even better. I didn't watch any of them, but I will. One Those of these are 80s. Those are very 80s. <laughs> I don't know that I'd declare them classics. I know, but they, but they are, are 80s. 80s. They are 80s. Like they're, oh my God, they're so good. I'm not even sure whether they're I need to rewatch about. that. No, I'm talking about. All I know is it had the boy from E.T. in it. There's these aliens, and basically they they make these eggs, and they put them in this water, and like these old people go swimming in that water, and it like keeps them young. Ooh. Like It's like the fountain of youth, but it's created by these alien eggs. Ah. But then I think the eggs hatch or something. It's really good. We need to watch that. Okay, I'm going off my to, like and we need to nine year old brain right now. We need to record us watching that and do like one of those like Mystery Science Theater three thousand. I can't remember Cocoon. I remember Cocoon Part Two because it like takes place in a nursing home in like the swimming pool of the nursing home. Ah, as all these because nursing people, homes have swimming. They're pools. all like flapping their old arm waves around. You know, <laughs> I'm like, get in, Margaret. Oh, get drink your geritol. And they're like getting young because they're sw- they're feeling like vibrant and young because and they're swimming in that pool sensual i suspect sensuous i don't know about this i don't know if i want to watch cocoon two three or four <laughs> cocoon one and two watch them all right well we'll watch them together cocoon takes place in 1985 which watching movies with you is difficult because you cry you cried during I the cried. notebook the notebook was freaking you cry it was cliche it's very I knew, I, I've known the ending of The Notebook since it came out. They die. He crawls into bed with her and he dies with her. They die in their sleep together as old people. I still bawled my eyes out. My wife and I were on our anniversary trip. Went to, went to Dallas. Had a nice pleasant evening. Went out to eat. Went home. My wife says, let's watch a romantic movie together. She says, I've never seen The Notebook. It's free on Tubi. Mm. Tubi's a fantastic channel, It is good. The there are some ads. But still, everything's free. They got a bunch of good movies on there. We started it. She fell asleep. She had a couple of glasses of wine as we ate dinner. So she fell asleep after a couple of glasses of wine. Mm. The next morning we wake up. She says, let's finish the notebook. Mm. I'm crying at the end of it. I look over at her. I'm like, are you crying too, babe? She's like, uh, no, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Okay. I'm the emotional one in this family. Yeah, you... you. I'm the emotional one. Yes. Like, every emotion courses through me. Yep. And uh, my wife is very level-headed. She doesn't, she doesn't get moved by movies and music the way I do. I wouldn't say cold-hearted. I didn't say that. No. You implied. <laughs> just just, just uh, not, not as... Connected. Maybe erratically emotional. No, I think that certain things, people allow experiences to hit them on a much deeper level. It's like you're primed for it anyways. It's like you're... I, I think one time here recently, you were talking about a book, reading a book, something about something being frightening, and I said, I've never read a book that's frightened, frightened The me. Thing. It's like every book I've read... I was it, reading the it, adaptation of, the, of thing. the Thing by Alan Dean Foster... And it scared me to it death. It doesn't scare me. I can read something that's horrifically... Everyone, this book's so frightening. I do, nothing ever scares me in a book. But I cried reading The Martian. I know. I know. When he blasted off the planet in the end, I was in tears. I know. You cry. <laughs> so what I'm saying is that there are certain types of entertainment, media, whatever, that some people are just primed to take on more emotionally. And I think some people just plateau there. Like, there are movies that affect me emotionally. And I like mean, what? like uh, Days of Thunder. 
And, uh, ricin, right, is that what uh, no, it's just it's just is ricin. <laughs> it's just what it is, you know. Or you know, or I mean, there are just certain shows that you Far watch. Away, all Tom Cruise, movies. all Tom Cruise movies <laughs> hit me very hard for some reason. Mission Impossible Three. Oh uh, well, no, it's two with his hair. Oh, Every time they does that, that what's that slow motion? Oh, yeah, the doves and that one that that cry. soundtrack that was going on at the time where it was oh, oh yeah, that, yeah that, music. he's swinging around. Yeah, that was a fantastic movie. But do not watch it in 120 hertz. No, because it looks super fake and it's very fake. There's and a I hate lot. that TVs just cut. we were watching. Actually, we were watching the Notebook in the hotel. Mm-hmm. 120 hertz or whatever that motion like mm-hmm. super motion. It looked completely fake. Yeah. Soap opera effect, and I tried to go in to fix it, but you can't. You can't. You and that's why Tom Cruise and James Cameron are actively like advertising, get that off these TVs, right? And, and I don't understand it. I don't know, Tom. Like for Tom. okay for a football game, sure, but turn those hertz down. Turn those hertz down. That's for gaming. The refresh rates and things of yeah, that nature. I'm yeah, not, you got sixty that. hertz. That's we all you need. need. That you movies. don't need that. You don't need that for a movie. Your Only eyes. William hurts. R.I.P. Is he dead? I think he's, he's dead. He's yes, dead. He he's dead. Him and Denny. <laughs> they're, both, they're both dead. Denny, he's been gone for a long time. He's been gone for a long my, time. One of my favorite evil parts of his was Silverado. Silverado. Yes, he was the bad guy. He's a sheriff. He's so good. He's good. There's nothing if to laugh you're about. Unfam- if you're a youngster, Gen Zer, and you're unfamiliar with Brian Denny, watch Silverado. With Kevin Klein. He's the, uh, Kevin Costner. And Kevin Costner. Danny Glover. Jeff Goldblum. And? The guy that Emmett. Yes! Who's What's his Emmett? Oh, no! Give me a second. Sorry. It's coming. He's the, one of the... The karate I, guy. Yes. Oh, Lord. I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. He's dead, too. And it's going to be bad because he's one I really like. Please don't say his name out loud because I want to find it in my deep recesses of my brain. Can't spit it out. What's his name? Scott Glenn. Scott Glenn. Oh, he's dead. Come with the astronaut. Scott Glenn. Sorry. Yeah, that's one of his best. Oh my God, Silverado is my number one. It's a close toss-up between Silverado and the original Magnificent Seven. I love those two movies. Tombstone. Silverado. Tombstone. Once upon a time in the West. Yeah, but see, Tombstone came out in a weird time. Like I watched Silverado as a younger person and more mm-hmm. impressionable. Tombstone came out when I was a teenager. Right. So it's like, for me, Silverado's more nostalgic. It is very nostalgic. But Tombstone is probably the superior movie, technically. It, it is. But Bill God. Paxton. Yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. Val Kilmer. Stuff. I grew up on Westerns. Dad loved Westerns. I've seen every freaking uh, uh, John Wayne you see, see, this Glenn. is the type of banter that would fit in if we had played Western Legends and not a sci-fi game. <laughs> Great Western Trail. So we started off, yeah, we started off with with the sci-fi cocoon stuff, which would have been great when we we're talking uh, about cryo. Oh, we should have went there. We should have stayed with that. And I was Speaking trying. Speaking of people that froze their heads, like Walt Disney and uh, Ted he, Williams. Did he freeze? Ted Williams did that. Yeah. You know who Ted Williams is? He's not the news anchor, is he? No. Ted, who's Baseball it? star. Oh, I don't care. From about like that. the nineteen forties. I don't care about no Ted Williams. Froze his head. Disney froze his head. They put it in a cryogenic chamber. Froze his head in the hopes that Enrique has not said a word. Enrique, Enrique, yeah. <laughs> would you freeze your head? For thirteen minutes. That's what we've been. Why doing. would I freeze my head? That's exactly. For what reason? Freeze your head. 
if you if we if you to try to live longer. No, like like you had a disease. Say you had a disease called infantile phalanges. You had small hands. Infantile phalangitis. And you had one infantile phalangitis. And you had the U-shaped kidneys. And they're like, this poor boy, we need to fix him. But we don't. We can rebuild him. And we don't have the technology. And they're like, we'll freeze him. And then maybe in a billion years from now. the technology in the future to fix him. They could freeze you. And then you could. What if they had the technology to freeze you and wake you up within like. We'd have to have Roscoe Pickle train come here and say, freeze. A hundred years, two hundred years. Would you do it? Like they said, all right, we're going to wake you up what in four hundred years. I might as well, right? Well, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. What if we said, Enrique. Okay. Due to your infantile phalangitis. You can't no you longer. May, you may pass away in the next. 40 years. Because phones you keep want, getting bigger. You, you, want, can't hold you can't hold them. You will not live until the year... You won't, you won't see 40. However, we can freeze your head right now. Everyone you know will be gone. We will not be here. Well, I might be But here. we will resurrect you with a new robot body. Because I'll be cloned. And you'll have big fingers... But all your family will be gone. Mm. Which would you take? So you could live the next perhaps 20, 25 years, be with your friends and family. Long enough for your parents to pass away. Yeah. Is that a plus? Is that a minus? R.I.P. Mag. No, I want to see them die. <laughs> he won't live for the next So you can live for the next 20 to 25 years with your friends and family. Okay. I.E. us. Or they say, we're taking you away right now. What would you and do? we're going to resurrect you 300 years in the future. You're going to have a robot body. with. You're going to basically be an arachnid, but your head's going to be on a, a robot body with six legs, but you have all your fingers. Mm, various size. And you'll live to be 100 and 200 years old. But you'll be in the future. Answer this. Answer this I question know. now. Yeah, I guess I would. I take knew that. it. I knew he'd do it. Here's what would happen. Here's what would happen. So it's like, okay, we're gonna open you. We're gonna open up your casket, your cryo casket, in 300 years. All right. So they open it up. Here's Enrique all shriveled up. He froze, and you know, and he they bodies are raising except his head. They thaw him out, and then he goes, okay. Which Call of Duty are we on right now? Are we on Call of Duty 34? <laughs> Where are we? What PlayStation do we have? Modern Warfare 37. Oh and so God. he's going to get on and play that and and Battlegrounds and Player Known or whatever they call it now. <laughs> and he's just going to play. And that's it. That's his life. For 200 years, he's going to be playing that and Call of Duty and just sit. And that's it. Uh, and they're gonna be like, we spent billions to freeze this guy, thinking that we would have a like a time capsule mm-hmm. out of all the people that we could have chosen. You chose we chose that this guy. guy, and so history will be lost because Obviously. what's gonna happen? Everything gets put up in the cloud. We're gonna lose it. <laughs> the cloud's gonna rain one day, <laughs> and nobody's gonna remember anything from like the '90s back. And so all they're gonna have is Enrique, and they're gonna be like, you're like a historian. Tell us about what happened in your time. It's about the past. And everything he tells it will be categorically wrong. <laughs> like he will talk about, he'll forget and talk about things he saw on television. 
and that are just wrong. Like you, you see that dinosaur? That dinosaur has an axe. Yes, there he was, wielded axe. There was a time <laughs> where we created dinosaurs again, and they got loose on a park, and you know, there's stuff like that. That's what they'd have. He would mess up the human mm. race, is what I'm trying to say. That's why we. Hey, should, this would be fun. <laughs> that's why we should just let him go at the right. So you disregarded your friends and family. Yeah, just be resurrected to play video games. Perhaps. Yes. But really cool ones. Because it'd probably be VR. The Facebook meta thing will be going on full blast by then. They'll have perfected the Google Glass. Mm -hmm. I'll never have to eat again. You don't eat now. Yeah, you're right. And I'm still surviving My wife somehow. made a feast this afternoon for eggs. brunch. And I didn't even drool eggs, over it. Eggs. Sausage, biscuits. I say it, I pronounce it eggs. I know. I eggs. don't care for that. And then we had eggs. sausages with jalapenos. Pancakes, the Johnsonville... Brats with jalapeno cheddar, and they were freaking that delicious. was nice. Enrique had a teaspoonful of eggs to try for the first time scrambled eggs. Yes, eggs scrambled are kind of have weird. you ever had scrambled eggs before? No, I have not. Enrique, eggs? okay, let this be known today's date is whatever this podcast comes out. <laughs> Enrique, how old are you? Uh, 23. You're, you don't, you're not sure. Yeah, no, it's 23. You're no, not 23. sure of how old you are. I, I, I forget sometimes. Okay. In his mind, he's already cryogenically frozen. <laughs> what year is it? <laughs> what year is this? He's never had scrambled eggs. Have you had any other type of egg? Uh, no. Okay. Enrique has never had an egg. He had a scrambled egg today for the first time in his life. And how egg, did you feel about it? It was all right. Eggs are weird because you're, you're consuming the flesh of the unborn. It's it's a it's an embryo. Yeah, but we won't talk about that. The embryonic fluid. You're you're of yeah. A chicken. A chicken that came out its canal. Hey, if it's edible, then no one's. Well, Avery, there's a lot of stuff that's edible. Anus, out of the anus of a chicken. It's very weird. Okay, quick question: Why do eggs that eggs. come out of natural orifices orifices covered in dung last longer? Because there's an enzyme that coats their enzyme. You get the store. So the store washes them. them off, and that enzyme prevents salmonella. So if I just get an egg from a chicken out in the country, right? I don't have to put it in the refrigerator. Yeah, putting eggs in the refrigerator is a thing that only Americans do. Like, really? like in other places, the, the eggs are just they don't. Yeah, Britain. But we, but we get all of our eggs from like Pilgrims and Tyson, right? But which are here in America, which we have. They make them wash, wash them. So they wash the dung. Yes, they, Is it the dung that protects them? It's the enzyme that's... that. So there's something with an enzyme that's on there. And I don't exactly know what part of the bacteria it's from or whatever. But that protects so, it from getting so salmonella. somehow chicken dung preserves things that you don't have to put in the refrigerator. Uh, no, I see where you're going with this. <laughs> so I'm going to stop you. I know I know what you're trying to do here. I'm going to stop you right now. I'm going to stop you right now. Okay. Because that's not right. <laughs> All right, you're, you're you're wanting to go there. I'm telling you, checking. don't go there. I'm just chicken. Okay, I'm not your chicken. Uh, there's it's called uh, there's eggs with have a near invisible coating called the bloom on the shell. It helps keep out air and bacteria. So as long as you don't wash your eggs, there you go. Then that's why. So they come out naturally that way. So they're airtight as long as you don't. Put but there's there's a, there's a thin layer over it. Yes, that keeps them airtight. Fascinating. So, so you're telling me Dan Hughes' eggs are covered in dung because he's in Britland. It's not necessary. That's it's. Well, I mean, no. How about the anus of a chicken? What else would it be covered in? 
In Europe, eggs are unwashed and unrefrigerated. In Canada, U.S., they're washed and refrigerated. The coating on unwashed eggs keep the eggs from growing microorganisms. And so, basically, they, they, they will go bad. They're just ones that have this bloom on them that keep them from going bad. So, yeah, they're just bloom lightly... Nice yeah, Europeans are lightly cleaned, but not washed. That's fascinating. They have a layer of wax or a film that prevents bacteria from entering the egg. And that's just something natural that comes as it's like right. pushing out of its chicken hole. Right. It's like, yes. So there you go. There you go. Covered in this. All right. So we're, we're, we're still talking about refrigeration, which would be a nice time to hard merge into cryo. the game that we talked about, Cryo. cryo. Which is a game from last year or the year before. I can't Published recall. by Z-Man? Yes. Cryo is Tom a Tom Jolie and Luke Laurie. Jolene, Jolene. Is that, uh, Are they both designers or is that like a designer and an artist? No. Dude. Anyways, Cryo is a game that came out oh, no. that was quite artist. popular. Cryo popular. Please don't. Designers, Tom Jolie, Luke Laurie. Okay, I, I have to acknowledge the artists. Not, uh, Brian Boru should have been acknowledged as well, but I don't remember. Who I they believe were. it was Beth Sobel. Really? Hang on a second. Don't quote me. Go ahead. I will never quote you. Unless you're correct. I never, ever quote you. I keep talking. No, this is a, an impregnated pause. Well, you're impregnating too much. I'm looking. Okay, I'm not the looking thing. You're in a panic. You don't know what I'm to do. I'm not in a panic. I'm trying to get the okay, box so open. So the artists for Cryo, Bree Linzo, Good job. Jasmine Radu, <coughs> and Samuel R. Shimada. I'm sorry. <coughs> Deidre Debara. Well, so Beth Sobel did Beth Sobel did the art on a game I played here recently, and I'm sorry I blanked okay. on it. Well, the art on the Didrea Debara, Didrea, how you say that? Didre. I would say Deirdre. Oh, I was but trying. Anyway, to... Brian Baru, fantastic art on the board. Cryo, though, the game we're talking about this week, this board is. Fantastic! You really like the board. I, I freaking love. There's this board. not a lot on there. Are you kidding me? Shh. I mean, in terms of there's the four locations, the I, crash I, I, ships. What, what, what I'm saying is that there's not a lot of the graphic art on the cards as well as the the. It's, it's very the it's caverns. Very clear is what I'm saying. There's it's, not a lot of. It, but here's the thing. Oftentimes with games, they'll be very colorful. Mm-hmm. But in that color, it will be confusing. Color, yes. In this one, it's very colorful, but it's everything is well defined. The in in contrast to this, the new game that came out is it Space Moons or whatever that space base that Sky oh, Mines. Uh, Sky Mines. I'm sorry, yeah, Sky Mines. Space, space Awful. Space Moons. Yeah, that, that, that's exactly. that's no moon. That was bad. It was very bad. Yeah. I did not like that. It was very confusing. I didn't like looking at it. Well, we stopped looking at it. Cryo is a game of a ship that has crashed on a planet that much like in the is it 1998 film uh, Pitch Black with your man Vin Diesel. When things get dark, bad things happen. Well, in Cryo, as the planet gets dark, the planet freezes. So you are using your own player board to operate drones to send them out to the various areas of the crashed ship to collect cryo chambers, which are the crew... And other resources to try to help get your crew underground to survive the night. And so as you're playing this game, you're simply taking these little drones, placing them out on the board, and collecting items. These various resources and items, such as food and nanites and research and things of that nature, are going to help you build the cards that you can collect 
which the cards are multi-purpose, which are really good. They Love have that. four different uses on them, and it's very clear. You can play the card downward, and it has a mission on it, which are in-game victory points. You can scrap the card and get the few resources that are on it and use them now. Free action. Or you can use the power on top of it and make it as a uh, power that you use throughout the rest of the game. It kind of helps the players kind of customize their board. Power, yeah. And then, you, Or you can use them as a ship, which you'll use to drill into the ground and get your crew underground. And so basically, it's kind of like a little bit of... Not area control, but you're in each other's way the entire time. Everybody's uh, drones are going out, covering up spaces, getting in people's way, and then you're recalling them to your board. And you can even design your board a little bit with these different little chits that will let you send in resources and, com- and, and convert them to other things while you're sending your crew underground to the various caverns and kind of area majority type thing. At the end of the game, however many people you saved, you get that many victory points. But also, the areas out in the board, things are blowing up. Bad things are happening. You can screw over the other players. You can get your people out of one area, and then when you recall your drones back, you can choose to activate an incident in that area and kind of kill the other crew members, which is kind of cool. I love the fact that the crew members are in these little tubes. They're like cryo tubes, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Cryo chambers. They, yeah, look like TARDISes. They, yeah, they, they represent the, your crew. The crew may get blown off the board. They, they die. If if your if your opponents want to be mean, they can sometimes claim something, but at the end of the game, when they're rec- recovering their uh, drones, they can claim a good or benefit on their board, or they can just blow the crap out of one of these chambers with everybody's crew in them. It's very nice. The artwork and components of this, uh, we don't often cover this because generally the mechan- mechanisms of a game are what make it for us. Which the mechanism of the game very simple. It's very worker placement. Very uh, you you place your workers. You choose what you want to do. It's but the interconnectivity of it's one of those games where it's like you need this. You need it. It's nothing new. There's nothing new in this game. You I told Jerry it reminded me of, of Euphoria, but a superior Euphoria. The Euphoria game by Stonemaier Games, Jamie Stegmeyer. If I remember correctly, you're you're converting this to this to this. You're converting that to this. So you're conver- lots of conversions and then underground stuff. This to me is a better theme. It was a smoother game. The places you go to are very straightforward. There's not a whole lot of them, but you have to make these conversions. It's very tight, very concise, and then you've got to get your crew sent to these caverns underground. And that's where the majority of your points comes from is going underground. That's where I failed at. But there's also the, your player personal player board. It's got this double, what do they call it? The inlaid board. Double layered. Double layered board. Fantastic component there. This game, I, I we played Brian Boru last week. Uh, uh, we were talked about that. Jerry and Enrique, I love... I personally preferred cryo like something about it i just the feel of it the the theme of it i'm super into sci-fi i loved the theme of this game it kind of we and jerry were joking it reminded me of the time machine where uh uh, guy pierce like goes into the future and all these people are like underground that come out all you know out is albino politically correct i guess that's a proper they're pigment lacking pigment deficient yeah and they're like why because they haven't they've been underground so you're sending all of your people underground 
to prevent them yeah. from freezing to death in this yeah. cataclysm that, that's that happening on the planet. That time machine show bombed. <laughs> but it, it was, so it was good. There's a lot of deleted scenes so that they good. had on it. They tried to make it funny. There's like one where they did that. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. There were deleted scenes like where they were underground and he finds those people that he gets back in the time machine and he shows back up in another place and there's more pale people and there's like, <laughs> oh no, I never left. And I'm like, no, this is Ireland. Ah, <laughs> oh, take that Irish. I'm 75% Irish so I can make fun of the Irish. You, however, cannot bring up potatoes. Because I know you're about to. Because underground... I'm Irish in my blood, no doubt. Like do, everybody in nah, Just because you drink Jameson. I, re- I not really not you Irish. I freaking love this. Oh, thing. boy. Freaking? No, I'm saying uh, the component... Uh, and I said it several times throughout. The, not just... Okay. There's a whole other discussion we're going to have in the near future about mm. complexity... With the aesthetics and we the, are. Should I prepare for this? You should prepare. Uh, complexity. Prepare yourself. Where did you get this from? Uh, Board game geek. There was a whole discussion. Oh, well, send me the link. I'll send it to you. Oh boy, this game we finished it in what? Teach not just your teach. I'd say teach play end of game. I feel like we were done in an hour and it's a half. A, it advertises an hour. I w- okay, so I would say an hour and a half. I'd say that, yeah. It's pretty pretty quick. It's very swift. Swift. The drones are perfect. Your crew pods, the inlaid boards, the the art on the main board, uh, and, and the actions. Like literally, there's four locations you can go to. Within those locations, a few different variety, but your board you can upgrade. I just love it. And you're stuff. trying to get down into that little den at the bottom. The, yeah, the, so like the stuff you do up top, mm-hmm. you need to do that. But really, the you've got to get your people underground. I failed to do that for the most right. part, so I lost. But I had all my people down there. All your people were downstairs. In the den. The fun den. The hee-hee. Get it? <laughs> den a den hee-hee. A hee. I'm making that joke it's again. Going to beat it to death. Got you. Just beat it, beat it. Uh, Michael Jackson. Enrique, so did you see what I did there? Thoughts, Michael Jackson. Thoughts and prayers. Hee-hee. Thoughts and prayers. Dennehy. Right? How many hee-hees? I can see great rate this. To you. Oh, am I rating? You're Brian, rating it. What, how many Brian Baru hee-hees was this to you? I'm going out on a limb here. I'm going to say it's another 10, 10 out of 10. You cannot do another 10, 10 in a row. Why not? Another, well, he can. Well, if you can. want okay, to, you, you know can. What? So these are both going to be in like, top For me, the, like, these, were, these were good. These were good. These were good. Like, I, I, like, like I can't. Like Brian Dennehy good. Like, for me, I like tight games. I like hard games. Yeah. It, it's my weakness. Okay. I would say, even last week with Brian Boru, even though we were learning the rules and I didn't know what I was doing still the scoring we were within five to ten points of each other it's tight this game we were within five to ten points of each other it was tight I love the theme and the graphic art of this it's tight more than Brian Boru mm. but I would say the the gameplay of Brian Boru for, the, for a more advanced board game player was I- I think Cryo will be a great addition for people who enjoy Euro games, but they kind of lean towards the Ameritrash. You know, they like a yeah. pretty solid theme. They like something that's a little easier, not as dry. I, I think Cryo kind of fits that build, that kind of it, it transitions between the Euro gamer and the Ameritrash gamer, whereas Brian Boru is probably a pretty solid Euro game. Euro, yeah. And so that would be the two that I would say 
um, in connection with that. If you're a solid, really like dry euros, Bron Boru, I'd say go for that first. And I like the fact that the two there are two very different types of games, but we loved both of them. Bron Boru, a trick-taking, area control, cryo, just a, pretty much a straight-up worker placement. Engine building a little bit. Engine building with your personal tablet Well, that builder. just speaks to our our good nature and our ability to occupy you know, well, different thoughts. We, we accept a variety we accept, of right. We're just we're good. We're very inclusive. We're in snobbish, but yet we know a good game no matter what genre. That's true. A lot I'm of not... people just like what they like. They're dry Euro people. They like old stodgy stuff. There are some people that are like, oh, I only like Warhammer Dirt 40k, minis, da da No, here's the thing. If you're snob... I'll play that, and I'll play this. I'll play checkers. I'll play chess. I'll play cryo. I'll play Warhammer. You will? I've never played Warhammer. You know, I'm about to say you don't play... But I would play Warhammer. And I would love to play an RPG on a regular basis. We're going to play an RPG. I want an RPG. Did you get the tin candles I sent you? Tin yes. candles. Yes. It's the vanilla RPG. ones and oh. the goop one. Yes. It smells really up. weird. You're talking about the RPG. RPG. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thought you about the candles that you sent me. No, not the candles. From my house. Wait, so RPG. you sent him an so RPG? Ben Maddox told me to check out Tin Candles. Who did? It's an RPG. Ben Maddox. If I ah, Ben Maddox. Uh, it's kind of a... I think he said it was a one-off, but anyway, you it's a you you light ten candles and you go through these different scenarios, and if a candle goes out, you go to the next thing. I'm very interested in playing it, mostly because of the atmosphere it provides. You literally can they they recommend you just light the ten candles and that's your light for the game. That's weird. And you're it's like post-apocalyptic, and you're fighting these monsters. I really want you to learn that, and then okay. come in here I'll and light and candles. Gem it for can. us. I'll gem it for us. Yeah, that's a good game. Uh, ooh, I purchased nice. it. I did the PDF. Personal data file. I forget the guy's name that uh, uh, makes the game, but it's like if you want the physical copy, well, it's going to take two or three months because that's not his full-time job. He's got a regular job. You're going to have to send me the rule book. I'll send you that. the rule book. I really want to play that game RPG. We have played the Star Wars RPG that Jerry's created. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I created it. <laughs> <laughs> it's called. It's called. Uh, it's called. He created a RPG. Yeah, I wish he did. It's called Fandor. <laughs> it's it's, uh, it's, it's uh, just people going on about their love for Jerry and, and the uh, Star Wars universe. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we hope someday to play Tin Candles in a live episode. It's an RPG about Star Wars fans trying to get together to play a Star Wars RPG. <laughs> And so, like, oh, I gotta take off my job, and you know, that's 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 kind of very meta. It's Can very we meta. Do Have that? you watched the last episode of Andor? I just did. Yes. Now this will come out two weeks or so after this come out, but it's fantastic. I watched it. it slaps. Did you get kind of teary eyed? No, I didn't. The reason I didn't get teary. Well, yeah, I did. The, the I music. Did. The I did. Music. Music. Uh, I like the intro oh, being I... so different. But I will. Here's the thing. And I'll spoil this for a little bit. I won't talk about specifics, but there is one thing that really did tear me up, okay. pretty much. When the ISB lady, Deidre, uh-huh. she gets hit in the head with that rock and she uh-huh. falls down. She's like, uh-huh. oh, no. I teared up a little bit. Because it's like, oh, no, she's about to get she about to get beat down. Because I, re- I really like, well, come up. It's, I really like her. She's, <laughs> she's, just, she's, trying to, she's, trying to, she's trying to keep the peace. She, she don't do know no difference. She's trying to do her job. So anyway, she gets knocked, <laughs> she gets knocked in the head. 
And then So you're pro empire. I'm not, not pro empire. <laughs> I'm just saying she just she was so, trying to So but here's the thing. So at the end of Return of the Jedi, you're very upset and sad. Well, it's like you know, they, you know they were keeping the peace. They're trying to trying their best. And did things get out of hand? Oh, you got these hooligans running around. Did things get out of hand? Yes. All right. But when but but she gets knocked out and the other dude Poldark, Paul, yeah, Cyril, he comes over there and saves her, and she's all. <gasps> I really thought they were finna kiss. I'm gonna say, I was gonna bring that up. <laughs> I really thought so they here's were the thing, kiss. that tension, whatever that was, her to the end. That, of the that tension right there, where he's like staring at mm-hmm. her, and she's there. That's that the look he was giving her mm-hmm. was he, he weird. Yeah. It's the look you give garlic bread. It's I mean, like, it was like some like, weird something. I either want to kill you or kill you. I didn't know what was going on there. They've, he's a strange He is a, a strange He's the Enrique of the Star Wars universe. Uh, but I can't take my eyes off of him. He has a jawline that won't quit. <laughs> I'm going to tell gorgeous. you something right now. He's not. He's very... He's, I don't he's know. He's attractively built. I mean, he's, he's very... He's I mean, dumb. Just, he's, I don't know with it. She. She's something else. She's very... She's got it together. She's very organized. She's like, she understands what it takes. She's got to get stuff done. Okay, Didger or Mon Mothma? Who are you for? Mon Mothma? Now, look. I'm just gonna Her marriage is a shambles. I don't approve. I, I'm about of to say, lying. Mon Mothma, she's got some problems. I mean, she really, she got, she's, I mean, she can't get her act together. Oh, I mean, she's she's uh, she's got a lot of she's got banking issues, and she's blaming it on her husband. Like I know you've been gambling. He's like I don't know what you're talking about. Lies are abundant. Yeah, so there's like a lot Mon of stuff Mothma going on with Mon Mothma. There's some. It ain't family matters. Okay, so is that her last name? Mothma. Yeah. What's her name? Mom. <laughs> Mom. Mon I think Mothma? it's a title. I think it's a title. She is the Mon Mothma. Kind of like there's a there's a there's a uh, what's the uh, the governor's called a moth. Yeah, Moff Gideon. There's Moffs. Moff Tarkin. I think a mom might be the the gender. Mon. Mon. Well, maybe that's the gendered version of a Moff. She's the Mon, and there's there's the Moff. Grand Moff Tarkin. Grand Mon Marfma. Mon Marfma. Could be. be, Unfortunately, Mothma was just her last name, and she became a mom. Mon. Mom Mothma. Mon. You the Mon, and she's Mothma. (laughs) And so that's how it happened. Like Darth, I grew up thinking it was Dark Vader. Yeah, but I, I can't, everybody thing. thought Dark was no, it's Darth because that means oh. Dad in Dutch, I think. Because yeah, we all know that. that Darth and the Dutch and Vader. No, yeah. Vader is also like fodder. It's like fodder. Yeah. I can't remember. Vader. Is it's also, also Dutch, like a, isn't it? It's something. It was one of the, like one of those Nordic. I languages. think it's because I, Lucas knew that the Dutch were evil. I guess I don't know. Was that what he thought? I'm Don't, looking it oh, up George. right now. Well, can we, do you want me to do awkward silence or do you want me to keep talking? How about I throw it over to Enrique? Oh, no. This do you have been... anything interesting to say about Star Wars? Anything about Star Wars? Yeah. I like how Enrique always just repeats the question. He buys him time. I have to. He buys him time. I have to. <laughs> I have to buy myself time. What do you mean, officer? <laughs> I Was I speeding? To... Sir, I we, was speeding. We caught you speeding. <laughs> Are you saying I was speeding? That's what I like to do. I like to repeat everything to people. That way, you kind of buys for just a little bit of time. Like I have to because I'm not. Where were you? Where were you? Where was I? Where was I? Uh, who knows? See, that doesn't. You do you know where you were at? Do I? The name Vader was based upon the German Dutch language word Vater. The Dutch. Or Vader, meaning father. Making the name it. representative of a dark father. What does a Darth mean? I think it means dark, apparently. Party on, Darth. Party on, Wayne. 
Well, that's going to do it for this. Are you cutting me off? Games. I still have a lot to talk about Deidre. Okay, go ahead. Deidre was. No, I mean, I'll save it. I'm just saying, Andor's over. And it's like, it's going to be a while before we get our eyes. Andorver. And uh, we got Mandalorian coming out. Mandor. Oh, that's going to be fun. I think, yeah. It's like, it's, yeah. I look forward to the man. Okay, so or, mm. so do you prefer the Mandalorian style of Star Wars or the Andor style? Andor's refreshing because it's different. And I like the way that they've done this story. I hope that they do more Star Wars. This is what I wanted. And more. Yeah. More Mantha. Ma- more ma- I want more Mothma. More ma- ma- I want more Mothma. Ma- 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 I want more. Mucho Mothma. What's what, what's going to happen is that there's going to be a scene where uh, oh uh, somebody's beating down Darth Vader because he's got to show up at some point in time in Andor. Mm-hmm. He's got to show up, and as they're beating him down or whatever, and he's going to say somebody's going to be beating they, down. They, Darth they've Vader. done it. He's he's kind of, he's beating somebody down. They're going to like oh Mothma. It's like I'm Mothma, like Martha, like Mothma. I'm Mothma. <laughs> Mothma. Mothma. That's my mother. mother name. And then, then they'll go from there. Now his mother's name was Shmi, which is awful because Shmi was the name of the other, the first mate on Captain Hook. Shmi, remember the guy that was Mario? Yes. Here's Shmi. Yes. And I hated that. Why did uh, they do that? Poor Anakin's mother, Shmi. She like, died, but she held on right so he could show up and then she could die in his arms. You'd be angry in the sand. That's what you should do. It's like sand. Hold well, on be until angry I get, in the sand. If you get be angry in the sand. If you're about to die, hold on as long as you can until I get there so you can die in my arms. Hold on. Hold or. Hold or just a little bit longer. I would not be able to hold on to you while you died. <laughs> I was like, you couldn't actually die in my arms because I couldn't hold you up. But I could I could stand next oh, to you. That's, you know, you're making fat <laughs> jokes. No, I'm just saying, no. <laughs> no I'm not <laughs> making fat jokes. You segwayed. No, no, that's an indirect fat he, joke. Yeah, you know you segwayed from Star maybe Wars I'm very weak. to a fat joke. No, maybe I'm very weak. <laughs> no, it was like a segue from Star Wars to Game of Thrones to a fat Everybody joke. knows I'm not weak. I'm not going to lie. You should have saw it coming. I'm just I saying. Like how your microphone has been like a, a ninety degree angle from your mouth, but yet people still hear him. I don't know. Because you I'm a very loud Mon person Mothman. when I want to be. All right, so that's going to do it for this episode. Let's Darth Dennehy. It's going to come out. Let's say one, two. So it's a couple of weeks after Andor concludes, so this will still be somewhat relevant. Won't date this podcast. Lester Michael Vinoy. If you haven't watched it, he hadn't watched any of it. Already. Oh, well, spoiler alert. Get get caught up, Vinoy. Is 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 a Andor airing for all the our European and Australian friends? Australian, I'm sure it is. Oh, I mean, they've got well, Star well, they Wars, too. they didn't see No Time to Die in time. No. <laughs> it was time to die. They were like, what? You ruined that? You <laughs> spoiled this dead? You spoiled that for all. <laughs> How does it feel that My you spoiled that for all the Southern Hemisphere? Dang it, man. Uh, Alright, well that's gonna do it for me Thanks for listening Well, what about me? Well, hold on Hold on Hold on Hold on Hold on mm. Alright Rate us on Apple Podcasts Five stars oh, Rate God. and review us Patreon Email us We're to gonna do a Dear We haven't done We have not done our Dear Snobbies We're gonna do that on the Who's next few dear podcasts Who's a Dear Snobbies? They're See, people who even, give us if money. If you even looked at your own Facebook group, you know what the Dear Snobby is. There's people was. who send us, yeah. So instead of Dear Abby, a Dear Snobby is like, hey, I want to send you a question. It can be game related, it can be personal. Every game, oh. you're giving out live It can advice. be topical. Topical. Something we will you try put to on your body. I got some topical. Topical. Some cream lotion you put cream. on your body. I got some. Got some and you'll feel better. Coconut oil based cream. So send us your emails for any topical discussions. <laughs> topical. 
or questions Typical. about gaming and or and or and or send us and or live <laughs> or Star Wars, <sighs> and we will answer them on the Board Game Snobs podcast. Maybe at some point in time. We, now we due to our recording schedule, it may take a while, but we will get to. But now that Jerry is. Moved into I'm housed. His home. I'm you housed. are housed, and no longer will we hear. I'm still moving. Yeah, you can't get these. Losers. I'm going to take this Zoom device, and I will be at your door and in your house. And door. I'm in your house. <laughs> the phone call is coming from in your house. <laughs> I will find you. The podcast is and coming will, from in your house. I will podcast with you. <laughs> and uh, we will answer your. I have a certain hobby. set of editing skills. <laughs> we have some questions from David Hamilton. And the one other that David I cannot Hamilton. remember right offhand, and we will get to those. You probably ask your question shortly. why people don't remember my name. No. Well, I, me and Mark answered one of his questions about a game we were disappointed Who's in. Who's Mark? Basada of Board Game Barrage. Oh, is he on? That was two weeks ago with this He was board. on the show? Yeah. Oh. Thanks for listening. Kellen to never show. comes on. All right. That's going to do it for we this episode. Rate and review us on Apple. Give us five stars on Spotify. Email us your dear snobbies at boardgamesnobs at gmail.com. I'm Gabby. This is Jay. This is him. Thank you for tolerating this episode of the Board Game Snobs. Stay classy. Mm-hmm.